Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 74, Prototype and the Late Mr. Kent with Fred Stressing. Hi, pals. It's, uh, hmm. Would you guys say it was, uh, it's kind of a mixed bag this week? Kind of a pretty good one and an oh my god one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say that. That's fair. I'm like, were you well, saying Fred, it was a bad one or but no? Fred, mm. I was talking to you about what episode you wanted to do and you said you weren't super familiar with the series. That's true. And like, would I mind picking one for you? I was like, ooh. I got a good one. What do you think of this? And you, 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 oh, okay, that sounds good. But I, th- I think you still weren't prepared. Even I, then. I wasn't quite. No, it's, it's. I got an interesting one. I don't want to say too much at the top, but it's. It, I, I don't know. I, I will I say think, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was. I think it's my favorite surprised. single one. Like, oh yeah. Like the, the Batman oh. one might be a little better, but mm. in terms of just like a twenty-two minutes of incredible entertainment, mm. like right. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very excited to talk about that one. I, I I was not expecting this one, honestly. Like, I'm sure I've told you about it, but you either forgot or, again, me saying it isn't the same as seeing mm-hmm. it. So it's entirely know. possible. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's every now and then I'll try to sell someone on it. We're like, oh no, no Superman's kind of a kiddie character. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. There is an episode where yeah. this happens. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, really. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty wild. I I was I wasn't quite ready for that. <laughs> that finale when it hit no and i i really like i was hoping to see some like discourse or some mm-hmm. behind the scenes stuff about like what they had to do to get it just through standards mm-hmm. and practices or whatever and there's really not much out there and i was disappointed because i'd love to know that story yeah right yeah exactly how did you guys get away with this uh, we just asked did, and they were like yeah well, what we nobody was we looking here what we hear from Batman is often they would pitch something so over the top that the network would negotiate and give mm-hmm. them what they really wanted. Mm-hmm. But here, I don't know of like what you could possibly have done more. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll get to that. We got to talk about the first one first. So let me tell you guys about Prototype. Eager to level up in the legitimate evil game, Lex goes full OCP from RoboCop and announces an exciting new initiative: a RoboCop. <laughs> This test subject, an officer with the SCU, may seem like a standard blonde bland nobody, but the hardware provided by LexCorp gives him exciting new abilities, like black light lasers for all your getting high and listening to Pink Floyd needs, <laughs> grenades that blow up dog houses and ambulances, and a jetpack. Finally, a hero who can fly. Then, in a convenient twist of fate, a deadly fire breaks out nearby, and while Lex sees this as an exciting opportunity to show off what his new cyborg lackey can do, Maggie Sawyer makes it very clear that it is not the job of police to actually help people who are in danger. (laughs) Meanwhile, Superman is already on the scene, having rescued 70 or 80 people. And this Superman doesn't even have cold breath, so that's doubly impressive. Eventually, the clattering, clankering cacophony of cop cogs shows up to assist and do a little showboating. And if you're wondering why I haven't used this guy's name yet, it's because his name is Corey. And it's very hard to take this guy seriously with a name like Corey. Like, you know, it's a fine name, but n- not for your RoboCop. Nevertheless, little Corey RoboCop begins cleaning up the streets of Metropolis, and he's not afraid to play a little dirty when the situation warns it. Listen, he tells his concerned wife, I'm a cop. I'm allowed to be violent. They trust me with military-grade firepower because I put my life on the line out there. Ha, <laughs> ha, what a crazy fantasy story. <laughs> A real out there cautionary tale, am I right? So after he emphasizes his point by slapping one of those American flag with the blue line on it stickers on his shiny metal ass, Corey resumes brutalizing criminals. Superman does not approve. Look, I just put Batman on a plane back to Gotham. Can I have a week or two where I'm not dealing with some psychotic maniac who thinks he's on my side? Fortunately, the SCU agrees and confiscates the suit from Corey. Corey, as you might imagine, is none too happy about this. Fortunately, he's made some kind of neural something something connection with the suit, and it comes running back to him. Uh, once he resumes being Mecha Corey, he heads over to Lex Corp to have a chat with Lex, and in an absolutely stunning move, Lex does not decide to shrug off the theft of his property and convince the guy to kill Superman for him. No, he actually tries to disable the thing and contact the authorities. Always keeps you guessing, this guy. Corey doesn't care for this either, so he lets Lex Lex's shark out for a walk. <laughs> 
Superman does eventually swoop into Lex's rescue, but I gotta think he was really giving this one some serious thought before he finally let out a world-weary sigh and decided to do the right thing. Then he electrocutes the absolute <laughs> fuck out of this cop, which I think makes Superman an Antifa. It, Antifa? I don't know how you're supposed to say that. Oh, and uh, I forgot to mention that the Robocory suit was made by a dude named John Henry Irons, but I can't imagine this incidental character will be at all relevant beyond this one appearance, so I'm not even sure why I brought it up. God, that. <laughs> Uh-huh. This rando just shows up. Yeah. yeah. Voiced by Michael Dorn, mm-hmm. by the way. Good mm-hmm. to hear him again. It was. Actually, I was very pleased to hear Michael Dorn doing a character that was not a like an angry gruff guy. Like he had kind of a smooth, soft, like soft spoken yeah. mm-hmm. voice, and that's that's a nice, nice use of unconventional use of him, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah, it took it see oh, it took me a second, but I was like, oh shit, that's Michael Dorn. Yeah, you just you never hear Worf like right. Hey, how's it going? And, and then I proceeded to get very excited because I'm like, oh shit, it's John Henry Irons, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the yeah. steel driving man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this is basically both of our good things. So yeah, yeah. Well, See, I I write these before I look at anyone else's, sure. and then I just like mm-hmm. put them in, and I'm like, I did notice this is our good thing, yeah. which is John Henry Irons is here, mm-hmm. and I mean, believe it or not, the steel in you remember the old Reign of Superman comics that oh, came yeah. after the Death of Superman stuff? Well, let's 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 back up a step because sure. yeah, some of the listeners might not recognize who that is. Right. And he's he's from that story originally. Is that where he comes mm-hmm. from? Yeah. He so, was the okay. one Superman, uh, new Superman, who was like, "I'm not Superman." Yeah. Yeah. So like, just just uh, for for people who somehow didn't buy a copy of that comic, which <laughs> there there must be someone out there like for this, someone right? who doesn't have like, five of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Superman died, and then for a while there were four people claiming to be Superman, yeah. and they all kind of sucked except this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. I don't know. Cyborg Superman's got a good visual and a shitty origin. Okay, I think that's true too. Yeah, Cyborg Superman was. I mean, I remember when I was reading them as a kid, being mm-hmm. kind of wondering. I'm like, is that the real one? Is this a bit, uh, because I'm a dumb kid? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. Superman with a robot face, maybe. I don't know. He's better than the Superman with what glasses? Yeah, I don't glasses. Superman. <laughs> well, that's just Clark. Boy, that's confusing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, there were like cool shades though. Yeah. Oh, I see. Anyway, I didn't mean to cut uh, either of you off. Like, tell us, like, what what's his deal? Like, what what is I, he about? <laughs> the thing, to, if I'm honest, I barely remember most of those books at this point. I just mm. remember him being one of them that I go, oh, I like him, and I like that his deal is not, I'm Superman, but. I'm stepping up to do what Superman yeah. did because Superman's gone. I'm not Superman. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. And he just sort of was a cool character who showed up. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, one of the few of them that had good characterization, I would say, at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's I had like, a soft spot for it. Yeah. Well, he's like, Superboy was irritating and the other two were bad guys. Like, mm-hmm. this was the guy who was like, I, I really like the philosophy. Like, his deal was... I was saved by Superman, and now Superman's dead. So, like, you know, I make a robot suit and help people. Right. And it rules. Like, he's a cool well, guy. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to spoil too much, but they are setting that, mm. a very similar story up here. Oh, so. cool. Like, he will be back. Also, I didn't know he was in this show, so I was delighted when he showed up. Oh. Like, I didn't think he showed yeah, up I, until, I know he's on uh, Justice League, but. Uh, yeah. I figured that was where he yeah, showed they, up. They kind of have him in the background in JLU. I think occasionally mm-hmm. when they need sort of a, uh, like a, they don't use him for fighting a lot. As I recall, they use him for a lot of engineering mm-hmm. stuff. Like when the, uh, when oh, the yeah. watchtower breaks, he's, uh, he's one of the guys who helps out. Yeah. Cause, and I like that, that they use him. He's more of a science guy than a, mm-hmm. a fighter guy. Yeah. That also leads to my bad thing though, which was that he doesn't actually become steel in this episode. And I was yeah. kind of, I was waiting this episode for him to, you know, change the suit up and be like, Oh, Steel's here. Oh, it's we flipped it, especially with how fast it felt like Corey and his his turn to evil was. It felt really accelerated in a in a weird way, even for twenty two minutes. I I yeah, I, 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 I think he wanted yeah. to be evil, really. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was very excited to be evil. <laughs> it it was like I mean, this was apparent in my summary, but it was very hard not to just project my current feelings on the police. Oh, to was this it? Because you don't say this. this I, I mean, look, this is the type of person who often becomes a cop, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's what they were going for, but it didn't feel quick to me. It just felt like, oh yes, I have a bazooka now. I will shoot people with a bazooka. 
I mean, these both of these episodes are real good. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, hey, cops suck, actually, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Real, uh, real ACAB week mm-hmm. for us. I mean, that's my favorite part of this episode is that aspect of it, you know? Like, well, and you you really get that vibe from his wife. Like, oh, she yeah. seems a little scared of him. Yeah. Although I do love that weird moment when she's she's like, oh, my God, honey, you're on TV. Yeah. Like, real excited suddenly. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. You think she's going to be like, wow, he, he really beat the shit out of those criminals. Right. Nope. Nope. <laughs> hey, you really beat the shit out of those criminals. That was awesome. <laughs> and they got a good angle on it, too. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> my famous husband, the RoboCop. <laughs> Uh huh. Hey, hey, hey! Don't call it that. Excuse me. My famous husband, the robot cop, <laughs> nailed it. What was? I don't know if it was one of those fake, like obvious plant things or whatever. But there was a thing going around virally a few years ago that was like a knockoff called Robert Cop, and that's just <laughs> what I thought of the whole time. <laughs> it's me, yeah. Lo- Lewis. Think, Rob Robert. I think cop. the figure was actually uh, Batman, but. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I. But going back to to uh, John Henry Irons, you you guys are right, and it did feel like by like the end of the second act, I'm like, hmm, if they're gonna put steel in, he better show up soon. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think they're doing that thing that we like that they do, mm-hmm. which is instead of pulling a character from out of nowhere, they set him up and he comes mm-hmm. back later yeah. for, with his with a spotlight on him. You know. Oh yeah. I I guess I'm just impatient because I, I would have oh, liked yeah. to have seen that this time because I all right I'm, I'm I don't know how either of you felt about this mm. this one was kind of just there for me for the most part you know yeah. i mean it's... it was fine for a uh yeah mostly fighty episode you know that's i think that's what it was it was just like oh they're just they're just fighting mm-hmm. but it's not even i mean look Corey is not an interesting villain he that is no true. and we're not gonna see him again i don't mm-hmm. think oh what a shame to lose a great <laughs> yeah. character like Corey. oh no Corey. <laughs> oh mm-hmm what words rhymes with like Corey? Let's see. Story? Montessori? <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Allegory? <laughs> you were saying, Fred? Oh, I was just saying, um... Actually, I lost my train of thought. Oh, no, I know what it was. Did he shave his head just to just to look more like Lex, or am I a crazy person? Uh, no, he said uh, it's because the contacts in the suit I don't work buy better. That. Well, okay. <laughs> I think he wants to look more like Lex. A bald or maybe he wants to look this episode. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean John, John Henry Irons also mm-hmm. hmm. bald dude. Also, like, and I don't know how to talk about this without sounding like an ignorant white dude, and I do not want to do this. Mm-hmm. He just he he has a look to him that is better than your typical sort of throwaway black character yeah. on a on a cartoon. Like he looks like a, a contemporary dude you would see mm-hmm. instead of like. 10 years out of date you know what i mean like just with the shaved head and the earring he oh, looked I love like that earring. yeah this is this is a mid 90s black dude yeah instead of like a tired old character model yeah. we resurrected from the late 70s because we don't know what we're doing well and i mean it was just nice to see yeah part of that in animation is you have i mean the budget and the time to design characters sure. who are important so everyone in the background is just kind of like i don't know whatever yeah who yeah yo, whoever uh on that note there is a character in this episode who looks just like Clark Kent, who is huh. in, yeah, if you go back, there's the, um, I think it's the car chase at the end, or the, like the, you know, Robocories after the, after the car, and there's a guy in there who looks like Superman, but with a slightly mm-hmm. different haircut, he's even got the, the dimple in the chin, oh, and God. it's so strange, <laughs> and I was like, is this a, are they gonna, like, twist it on us? Nope, there's Superman, he saves them. <laughs> Maybe it's one of the robot Superman, like, Undercover. Oh, maybe. Just keep an eye out, Superman. Superman I'll see if I can Thanks. find that later. I was, I, I mentioned this in my summary, but I was surprised. I, I had to think back, but the Superman does not have the cold breath, which is just as well. I don't, I've never particularly liked that power, <clears> but uh, I just thought like, wait, it's a fire. Blow it out. What's wrong with you? I see. I was thinking that for the next one because same thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just, it's interesting to me, like, the, the level of powers, like, mm-hmm. that, that they've decided to give him, and then the, the sort of the, the depowering, which actually, uh, isn't this your bad thing? Oh, uh, yeah, so we've dealt with, like, this is a, uh, you know, uh, this is a uh, not quite as powerful Superman, like, we've talked about this a few times, but, um, 
I feel like a guy named Corey in a ripped off and a ripoff Judge Dredd suit uh, is doing a far better job of whipping the ass of Kansas's favorite son than um, he probably should be. Um, well, he beats he the takes shit out, his out of eyes. Superman for a good chunk of this thing. He takes out his eyes, which means if you can't see, you don't know what you're punching, and also he can't shoot his heat vision. So yes, I mean, with his black light lasers. Well, that right. was very stupid. But I did like, like, oh yeah, all you got to do is take out his eyes, mm-hmm. and then what's he gonna do? You know, like flail blindly ahead. I guess. I want to talk about the stuff he blew up uh, during the display for a second. Yes, because they is the weirdest collection of just things to blow up mm-hmm. to show off. First is just a pile of of like sharp debris. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Blow that up. That's a safe, smart idea. You're 20 feet away from people. Mm-hmm. The next is just a doghouse. A brick yeah. doghouse. <laughs> it's, yep. it's just Snoopy's doghouse. <laughs> or possibly a children's playhouse, which is a little worse. But, <laughs> yeah, a tiny house. Yeah, you know, you know. You know how those Metropolis dogs are always getting up to crazy business. I just, mm-hmm. I can just picture Snoopy on top of just Bangwin his typewriter, and the guy blows it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he tries to fly away in the sop with Camel, and the guy can follow him in his jetpack. <sighs> it's relentless. There goes the World War II flying ace. <laughs> but yeah, if it just oh, and you, you left out the ambulance. I did leave out the ambulance. <laughs> yes, which you know. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want the emergency do that? vehicles? I love the, the the crowd of reporters just like, oh, thank God, finally ambulances' reign of terror will come to an end. <laughs> Maybe it's like a like a on Brooklyn Nine Nine, the cops were um, uh, rivals with the fire department. Mm-hmm. Maybe the SCU's rivals are like the the paramedics. I hate paramedics saving people's lives. How dare they? Everyone thinks they're heroes. What the Ooh. hell? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's very good. Um, so my good thing, yes. I did like. I I always enjoy the first beat of a like someone's coming to help Superman from you know like a potential hero's coming to help Superman thing because he's never like oh I don't need help I got this under control mm-hmm. he's always like no please yeah like you are qualified you are trained you have the right equipment and uh, let's let's do this together he's 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 never he's never proud about that yeah. he's always very humble about that and it's I love it none of that not in my city crap yep yeah it's it, very good he's a, he's a, he's a good he's a good little farm boy mm-hmm. yep. Hey, Superman, That's that. After help? that, yeah, yeah. Can you? Yeah, okay. Because he doesn't want a regular person just like, oh yeah, know, putting on a Superman pair of Superman underoos and jumping in. Like, no, you have to, you know, you have to be qualified. Mm-hmm. You have to have like, you have to be safe. But yeah. Uh, that said, after after that first mission where they they save the orphanage or whatever the fuck, um, he lands to Superman. And the whole time I'm thinking, okay, please don't be holding a kitten you just rescued. And guess what, <laughs> listeners? This is exactly what happened. Come on. First of all, <laughs> Superman would save the kitten because he's Superman. Obviously. There's no way he would just forget that there was a kitten there or not notice it. Mm-hmm. Well, that kitten's going to have to stay and die. Is it possible uh-huh. he just had the kitten in like a compartment for PR reasons? It is absolutely his chest possible. Door? Yeah, it's chest no, door. No, that sure. is a that is a proprietary thing. We've talked about this extensively that only Metallo can have. Oh, oh. <laughs> None of the other robot people can have a chest door. That's only for him. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not just made of chest doors. Come on. <laughs> well, no, I think I think Metallo's design eventually led to the design of the Bender mm-hmm. unit. Like you know. A hundred hundreds of years later. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it evolved, like you know, or like LexCorp sold it to whoever built Bender or whatever. Uh, what else? Thirty percent iron. Donk donk. <laughs> donk. No, you have to do, you have to do the Malcolm McDowell. I'm thirty percent iron. Clonk clonk. <laughs> For some reason, the clonk also has an accent. I don't know. Oh, hang on. Uh, hang on. There's someone at my chest door. I have to answer that. <laughs> oh fuck! It's me. It's time. Oh no! It's the fire in which we burn. <laughs> you tell us how you killed um, Captain Kirk again, Metallo. Yes, <laughs> and Superman. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. I don't know. Uh, what else? Superman's really, really good in this, though. I mean, I, I do like the. Maybe this is the big difference between him and Batman that mm. nobody talks about is the fact that 
Batman in the shark tank will destroy that shark tank, and who cares about the shark? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> a shark writhing around on the floor. Superman grabs it and puts it in its broken tank. And like, yep. yeah, there you go. Yep. There you go, buddy. I mean, it's in enough water to be alive, and then it's Lex problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the the shot where there's okay. like the 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 shark is flopping around in Lex's office and sort of moving toward him. Amanda, if we hadn't been sitting in a beanbag chair, would have fallen out of her chair laughing at that. <laughs> She loved it so much. It was a great image. <laughs> I I thought I was losing my mind for half of a second when they were in the uh, the tower of LexCorp. And the, it, so I see the uh, there's the shot of Lex at the desk and you see the, the Metropolis behind him. Mm-hmm. And then the next shot, it's like what I thought was blue sky, but a shark swims through. And I <laughs> oh, went... that's actually that's actually I was a little confused when Superman put it back in the broken tank mm-hmm. because I had the same thought where the blue looked like the sky. So yeah. like, he's throwing it out the window. <laughs> well, this won't be anyone's problem anymore. Superman, that yeah. just made that a lot of people's problem. Oh no! It was it's like... the, now it's the now it's the blue whale in um or the sperm whale in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> no. What's that? I hope it'll be my friend. No, no, I like that Lex again. has that in that office, though. Like it's it's like a like a rich person's like idea after seeing the weird fish window in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that, that bit when he's window. brushing his teeth, and you're like, no, oh, that's just a oh fish. Of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going full into supervillainy. What uh, what should I decorate <laughs> my big office with? Get me some sharks <laughs> to swim around. That should be cool. <laughs> what says powerful? <laughs> A single shark. Meanwhile, Mercy is like in fairness, chunks of chunks of meat in every morning. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's Mercy's job. Mm-hmm. Just like ugh. it's a living. I got the stack of pork chops. Uh-huh. Oh man, no, and that uh, you know, in credit, like to the show's credit, that shark has always been there. Mm-hmm. That is old Kentucky <laughs> shark, and it has always been there. <laughs> Wasn't going for that. But no, it's just, it didn't feel like a contrivance for this episode is my point. Some some writer said, we've had this ridiculous shark in Lex's office for three seasons. We should do something with that. Well, it was that or make it into King Shark, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, now, now it feels like a missed opportunity now you've yeah, right. said that. We could have had King Shark. I think we're ever going to see that guy in this continuity, unfortunately. No. I don't think so. Maybe Justice no. League action, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't that's think in this continuity, it? though, is it? No, I don't think so. It's like a if it's one of those direct-to-video things, though, we'll do it. No, it's like a weird... It's like a spin-off show that had a lot of the same cast and similar-ish art styles. It's a whole thing. Huh. I don't think I know mm-hmm. about that. Hmm. Yeah, I think... I also, uh, not, to, not to be too dismissive, don't think I care about that that much. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> uh, what else? Hmm... Uh... Huh. That is pretty much all I had about this. Yeah, like I said, I wasn't the biggest on this episode. It was it was fine. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed myself, but I was like, eh. I would say it's squarely middle of the pack yeah. for the show. Like, mm-hmm. there's a few episodes where it's like, ugh, this this kind of like we had a we had a run a few weeks ago where it's like, oh, is it getting bad now? And then World's Finest yeah. happened, so we were okay. Mm, world's but, Finest. Yeah, I mean, but um, there's nothing okay. about this. It's like a bad episode. It's just you know. No, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I think but it's that completely was a, a nothing yeah. throwaway kind this of thing. This is a that perfectly a, chronolent yeah. episode of Superman. There's, I mean, there's a lot of episodes of the Batman show like this. There's a mm-hmm. lot of episodes oh, of, yeah. uh, actually, okay, maybe not Justice League, but everything, every other one has a few of these where you're like, yeah, it was, it was fine. Well, and I think, I think we notice it more because this show had fewer episodes. Like, mm-hmm. it only ever ran weekly, whereas, you know, Batman was on daily and had its first season mm-hmm. was like 50-some episodes. yeah. yeah. And the show only ever got thirteen at a time. That's why we're almost done. Mm-hmm. Like we'll be in Batman Beyond in November, I think. We're oh, just wow. about through yeah. the show. So yeah. So, but we do have one of the like all time high points of the of the show after this. Oh yeah, uh, which is which is your episode, Fred? But uh, oh, let's, yes. let's do my quote first. Uh, this was um, this was Corey hearing on the news something he already knew. <laughs> And his completely lackluster reaction to this. Sergeant Mills remains on medical leave pending an investigation. Until then, the suit will be off limits to all personnel. No! I don't know if either of you noticed that. It's just. No. (laughs) It was not a very good bit of voice acting Mm -hmm. there. (laughs) All right. Well. We've uh, we've talked it up quite a bit, so no pressure, Fred. But, oh God! Uh, why don't you tell us about the uh, this this 
outstanding episode. The All late right, Mr. Kent. the late Mr. Kent. We open on some sad cliffs overlooking the ocean in Metropolis, where a group of mourners have all gathered to pay respects. Jimmy Olsen is there. Perry White and Lois Lane are there. Whoever died, the guy must have been a good friend of the Daily Planet or something. Maybe a well-liked crossword editor. Wait, what's the name of this episode again? Let me just pause the video quick. Hold on, the late Mr. Kent. Clark Kent is dead? Ugh, if any of the funeral for a friend comics I never read were any indication, this could last a good 6 to 12 issues. As the group of funeral attendees continue to attend, Superman watches creepily from behind a tree. Come to think of it, why is he hiding? It's not like anybody knows he's Superman. Anyway, I mean Clark Kent. <laughs> anyway, Superman is here to clear things up with narration. Alright, Superman, I'll allow it, but watch yourself, narrator. We flash back to days earlier when Clark is tasked to interview a death row inmate, Ernest Walker, sentenced for robbery and murder. He tells Clark he's innocent, and Clark uses all the powers of Daredevil to figure out that Ernest is telling the truth. But, unlike Daredevil, Clark Kent isn't a lawyer, so he gives up and goes home. Okay, not really. Clark decides to investigate. He goes to Detective Bowman, who worked the case, and very kindly and helpfully gives Clark the evidence and a court transcript to look at. What a nice guy! This leads Clark to tracking down Ernest's old alibis. He finds his way to a pizza place that Ernest claims to have picked up takeout from at the time of the murder. Thankfully, they have a backup of old orders in their weirdly large storage room, kept in a shoebox, on a floppy disk. Well, at least floppy disks are harder to damage than CDs. I've never had a floppy disk break. <clears throat> then Clark hops into his car? Have we ever seen this before? It's really odd he owns a car, and drives to the governor's mansion with the exonerating evidence disk. He makes a flimsy excuse for why he didn't just fly there on quick change, but it's really just because he bought this midlife crisis car, and damn it, he's going to use it. Just then, a bomb under his trunk goes off and flips him and his dumb car into the sea. Oh, and his floppy disk was apparently made of paper mache because it crumbles immediately into nothing. <laughs> Thanks to a sole fisherman overlooking the scene, Clark Kent is not able to re-emerge from the water with his identity intact, his business suit being burned away to reveal his Superman outfit. I mean, I guess he could have floated up nude, but it's not like a guy's life is on the line or he's in a hurry or anything, right? <laughs> Everyone at the Daily Planet grieves and Lois Lane gets into investigation mode. Honestly, this whole thing would have been solved already if Lois had been on the case. Lois isn't sure Clark is dead, but Detective Bowman is here again and assures her that he most definitely is. This guy is so nice. Biff, bam, kablam. Clark Kent isn't for life anymore. <laughs> we return to present day, back at Clark Kent's funeral. Lois takes off before it's socially polite, and Superman follows. It turns out she has broken into Clark Kent's apartment to see if he had a backup of the evidence disc. But he doesn't, because he's a big soft idiot, and then his apartment explodes. Saving Lois and putting out a massive fire in a very cool Superman way, he spots Detective Bowman in the crowd. Lois then tracks down Bowman and begins to grill him, in frankly all the ways that Clark should have done earlier. She chases him up a stairwell and accuses Bowman of framing Walker for the murder that Bowman committed. This kind of stairwell accusation doesn't go well, and so Bowman attempts another murder. On Lois Lane! Man, Superman this week is really saying ACAB, and I am for it. Thankfully, the wall of brick is nothing next to the Man of Steel, who swiftly flies in down the stairwell and saves Lois. Now basically having all the evidence needed, they go to the governor, and are told he's not there. But Superman being Superman and laws being not applying to him, he flies into the execution and saves Walker. Exonerated by Superman himself, Walker can now go free. And Clark reveals he's been in hiding at Lana Lang's apartment, which sparks no jealousy or irritation from any of our main characters whatsoever. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, is that where they execute people? Probably, right? Detective Bowman sits, awaiting his fate. How did Clark survive that car bomb, he wonders. How? Just as the executioner pulls the lever, Bowman realizes, Clark Kent is Superman! And then he's killed for his crimes on a children's TV show on a Saturday morning. Kids love Superman. Mm, they sure do. Yep. <laughs> and honestly, this is, the I mean, you know, the show's been a bit light on those moments, but boy, this one really makes up for lost time. Oh, yeah, it huh? does. Yeah, wrong for uh, two, two quick things before we get into this, Fred. One, we have talked about that car extensively. I love okay. it. Um, but that is not the shared opinion. I of, hate that fucking car. Entirety. It looks bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, my you're not going to be talking is, about that car much more. Nope. My logic is this. Oh, oh I bet it'll be back next week. <laughs> they they have pretty good continuity in the show, but I doubt they're going to remember that. No, the the, the retro future of, of Metropolis would look really weird with the 40s cars from Batman, and it would look really weird with contemporary cars. So they went with this weird sort of mm -hmm. retro future. Like, uh, Lois's car is the same way, only it's pink, which is even more ridiculous. Yep. But I, I understand the, the ridiculous designs of the cars, because they want to, you know, they want to preserve oh, yeah. that, that whole Metropolis mm -hmm. thing. 
Um, uh, and uh, the other thing is uh, stairwell accusation. Is that a uh, is that an expression, or did you just coin that? Uh, that's mine. That I sounds think. very specific. <laughs> I think that's mine. Yeah, okay. it, it sounds like a TV trope. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, you know your uh, usual stairwell accusation. They're so common. <laughs> oh, the third act stairwell accusation, yeah. of course. Right. Well, if you put a if you put a stairwell in your first act, <laughs> right. Of course. All right, so yeah, let's talk about that ending. Yeah, you want to talk about yeah. it? Uh, this is your your uh, good thing, yeah. Well, yeah, I got here first, so I'm sure we all would have had that. But yeah, that final moment is the single greatest ending we will mm. cover on any of these shows, so and good. one it's of the really all-time great. great TV endings, I would say. Like, I remember I I caught this one when it aired some Saturday morning in 1997, and I was just like, yep. like I'd seen some of this. I think I had just recently seen World's Finest, but this was like, can they do this? Like, even Batman didn't get away with. A story where someone gets executed. Yeah, they had to be. Uh, they had to uh, be very careful about that kind of thing. Yeah, like and we talked about how they've hinted at people dying, but <laughs> this guy dies. Yeah, he fucking well, dies. We've seen on people camera. on death row. We've seen people on death mm-hmm. row, but we see the wrongly accused guy in the gas chamber because, like Fred said, yeah. Superman comes in and, and he busts gets him the out. Gas out of there. Mm-hmm. So good, and then. We see the bad cop at the end getting like in the gas chamber. The pellets drop, and that's when the penny drops. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ! Is he also the first uh, character in one of these animated series to actually be killed by gas? <laughs> Possibly, I think he might be. I mean, I know the Joker victims are technically, but you know, but also not. They're not. No, they're not. That everything's fine. Mm-hmm. They're great. I don't know. They all recover. I guess I mean. This. I guess I mean explicitly murdered by mm-hmm. gas. Yeah, I think so. I we don't. <laughs> we've not seen a lot of like a ton of deaths. No, really. Yeah. So. Um, we've seen this cop before. Yeah. Yeah, he was super familiar. I think he showed up. Uh, like he's he definitely doesn't show up as much as uh uh Turpin and uh, Sawyer, but uh, I think he showed up in like the pilot or something. Like it's been a long time since we've seen this guy. Right, He's... but I know he showed up before because I remember his unusual look is, if I remember correctly, based on the way the actor looks. Ah, like I think they did that thing oh, okay. where they, they, they made the animation. I was going to say, I like really like his unusual look. He, yes. Yeah. It's Same a really like cool... a Magnola drawing. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I can see that there's definitely a bit of that, and I know he was working a bit in like with WB mm-hmm. at this point, so maybe mm-hmm. maybe he actually drew it for all we know. Man, there's just just got some weird angles where I'm like, oh, those are those aren't quite like you usually see in this show. Yeah, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. This dude's definitely gonna tell Hellboy about a haunted house he has to deal with. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, probably lock him in a room or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I've been I, we've said this before. We've been a little disappointed in Turpin just being sort of like uh like a softer version of Bullock, yeah, he, basically. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't really gotten beyond that. Like there's not much to him. Yeah. Whereas, whereas this guy, like in his two appearances, and now he's mm-hmm. dead. Like definitely made more of an. Like we've never seen a, a dirty cop like this. Like right. Bullock's supposed to be a good cop who bends the yeah. rules, and he's a little sloppy, and he's a little unethical, but he's he's largely supposed to be okay. This guy's just a piece of shit. Well, I mean, oh, absolutely. We very rarely see like bad cops on on. These type of shows. Well, that might be a standards and practices yeah. thing too. Oh, you don't want kids to think cops are bad, yeah. you know. I just, like I said, I would love to hear how they got this one through yeah. with, yeah. with that Shocking. angle, and then with the, yeah. No, it really is. And then again, to just straight up kill him at the end, mm-hmm. pretty, yeah. pretty great. Yep, pretty great. Also, good way to play with the whole someone figured out his identity thing. Like, yeah, yeah they did. But uh, unlike Parasite, where they just sort of like, oh, but he lost mm-hmm. his memory again. Like, yeah. here, it's like, oh, no, he figured it out, but uh, it doesn't really matter. No. Now, in don't, Parasite's, don't let it bother you. In Parasite's defense, um, he is dumb enough that if he doesn't write down that Clark Kent is Superman, he will just forget on his own. Yeah, that was that was my point before, I think. was like, he's he's definitely not just going to, oh, right, Clark Kent. I know it was someone, no, but who? I lost it. Also, I think, I think we should start calling him Rudy Parasite, <laughs> just, to, just to underscore. Uh-huh. How stupid he I is. I love Rudy Parasite. <laughs> yeah, I think he's your favorite I one. I think yeah? so. This is a dumb purple idiot. Yep. All right, well, I did my good thing. What do you, uh, Fred, what do you got? Oh, um, I mean, my whole good thing is... Oh, the, I guess you guys kind of had the same mm-hmm. one again. Uh, I mean, it's really good, though. The whole Superman solving a mystery angle yeah. is... 
really good in the whole noir aspect. Just like, I didn't think I would like him narrating. And that does go away about halfway through mm-hmm. once we catch up. But it's still just, it, I don't know, it works somehow for this in a weird way. And having Clark Kent, like, do, you know, investigative journalism mm-hmm. to try and solve a mystery and follow leads and go places, it's its really fun. Well, well and there's a moment where uh, he's talking to his parents mm-hmm. and they say, mm-hmm. so why don't you just fly over to the, to the governor's mansion and, and sort this out, Superman? And he's like, no, no. I want this for Clark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clark needs, and I he wants Clark to be a good reporter and to do a good job. But also, like, all of that is true, and he's noble and he's heroic. I'm not trying to take any of that away. <laughs> but also, he has a moment where, when he's cracked it, he calls Lois at home for no other reason <laughs> than to tell her, hey, you dismissed this. You said this this wasn't worth it, and guess what? I was right. Suck it. I mean, and it was it's such a good moment it's, for him it's to just really be, good. Let's be real. a little petty to her. He gets those calls from Lois 12 times a week. Oh yeah, he hardly ever gets to do that. But it's it's nice because he's he is so virtuous, and it's nice mm-hmm. to just see. No, oh, he's got a little bit of pride though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's like when I talked in my summary though. It th- I do get the distinct feeling though that again, Superman, a little bit of a dummy. Um, oh yeah. Be, like if Lois had just talked to the Ernest Walker guy, probably would have been like, I think this guy's telling the truth. I'm going to look into it, and this would have been solved much quicker. Yeah. Oh, she would have solved it, like, instead of at the very last minute, right before the guy was going to be executed. She would have solved it months ago, maybe before he went to trial. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, then I guess it wouldn't be a Superman story, so what do I know? I mean... Also, they address this in story, where he's like, Lois, why don't you care about this? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't know. Guy killed someone. Let him, you know, this is how the process works. That is is why I said, if she talked to him, maybe. You know, because, like, she's she's like, I don't know. what, What do you know? That kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, absolutely. It may, it makes sense. I'm just saying, ah, oh, but if. <laughs> yeah. I imagine Lois is investigating, like, five other cases of getting people off of death row just while this is happening. Mm-hmm. Right? That's just, well, this is that's a, just a week for her. This is, I mean, I, I mentioned before, I've, like, I watched a lot of old movies in the last couple of years. And, like, from the 30s and 40s. And this is one of my favorite sort of subgenres. Mm. Is, like, a detective story usually ends up being too twisty and confusing for me. Mm-hmm. But a reporter trying to like uncover the actual truth is I'm, I'm a real sucker for and and this is a good place to yeah. do that oh yeah it's nice seeing clark competent at his at his job you know like we spend yeah. so much time with with superman which we should it's his show but like yeah you know clark's a big aspect of that character and showing him like showing why he can work at a newspaper alongside the best newspaper mm-hmm. the best reporter to ever live um, you know, right. that's important. Well, and also, this is how he, like, uh, he also says this to his parents. He's, they're like, uh, so you can't be Clark anymore. You be, be someone else or mm-hmm. just be Superman all the time. And he's like, I have to be Clark yeah. or I'll go yeah. crazy. And it's it's a nice, like, yeah, he's, this this aspect of his personality is important yeah. to him. Well, and I, right. I like that, like, Superman as just, like, I can't, like ha- wanting to have something that's his. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, like becoming Superman is like this huge thing, like for the world. Like I have to be on all the time. I have to, you know, like if I'm not saving people, I'm do like I'm doing a bad job. So I need, I need something that's mine. You know, and like I yeah, really but it's still like a that. very intensive, very stressful job yeah. that puts him in danger regularly. Yeah. But uh, it's not like his relaxing, like you know. Like, oh, now I get to put my feet yeah. up. Like, no, he's still go-go. He's got to keep up but with Lois Lane for It's something sake. he's passionate about, and it's something he likes, you know, that he likes doing, you know? Yeah. And the Kents, the Kents raised him as Clark. That's who he yeah. is. So he can't just not be that. Mm. While well, we're on the subject of the Kents real briefly, I want to mention mm-hmm. two things about the one is I, I really love the scene when Bowman calls and goes, hey, uh... Uh, bad news, Martha. Your son uh, is dead. And she's like, "Oh, why, why'd oh. you say that name?" For, <laughs> um, but she goes, "Oh, uh, that's something." And he's like, "You're not upset?" She's like, eh. <laughs> "So good." <laughs> yeah, that is very good. Uh, but but also the fact that Superman goes there and is like, "Hey, here's what's up. Don't <laughs> everybody stay calm." Like the fact that he's there to comfort them mm. before that call anyway is yep. that's so Superman and so good. Hey, you're going to hear some like, weird hey. stuff in a couple of minutes. Uh, heads up. Right. The other well, thing is... Oh, okay. sorry. Oh, I was going to say, the other thing that I thought was weird is, at the funeral, they decided not to attend. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which, 
don't know. It's a little suspicious. I mean, they also chose yeah. to have that funeral in a big open field with no tombstones, now, so... Well, yeah. okay, this was a question I had, is that, that funeral they're having, I think they're just having it over where he died. Like, yeah, that's a I weird saw that choice. in your notes, and I was like, And oh, I'm like, shit, is that right. a thing you do? That's weird. I, and again, yeah, no, mm-hmm. no tombstones. It's not a graveyard. It's just them gathering where he died, mm-hmm. and then Lois gets bored and fucks off. I mean, yeah. Well, that's Lois. Lois isn't staying yeah. for the, uh, what do you call the reception of a funeral? Is it still a reception? That doesn't sound right. The a wake? wake? No, the wake, so. the wake comes know. before the funeral. Oh, does it? Yeah, I think there is a reception after yeah. a funeral. Because you, you do you do mm. wake, which is like the viewing, and then you do mm. funeral, which is the service, and then mm. everybody drinks the and party, eats. Right? Yeah, the yeah, thing the where you party. hang around and eat small sandwiches. Yeah. Try to dodge your relatives. It's that dead man's party party. Ongo Bongo was always singing about. There you go. (laughs) Here's the thing I really, really liked about Lois in this episode. I mean, look, Lois is the best part of the show. We've said that repeatedly, and she still Mm -hmm. is. But when she thinks Clark is dead, she's very sad. And Mm -hmm. uh, credit to Dana Delaney, she does some incredible voice acting where she's clearly choked up. But... They did not do the cheap ass thing. Yeah. And I, I was sure they were going to do, which is, and I secretly loved yep. him. No, she never, she never mm-hmm. falters. She's like, no, I made fun of him a lot. And I wish I hadn't done that in retrospect. And we were like, we were close, but he was, he was like a yeah. coworker to me. I, I love her, that. Her delivery on, yeah. he was a really nice guy and I liked him. And I wish I'd told him that like really kind of broke me up a little bit. Yeah, mm. it's again. I think that was the voice mm. acting. Oh, it's great. She did it because she didn't overplay it with oh, no. He's dead. She, but she put a, like a crack in her voice that sounded genuine mm. instead of like over the top cartoony. And it was yeah, good. genuine but composed, which is I mean what we expect from yeah. Lois Lane. Yeah, and again, like she's not in love with him. Like I've seen mm. versions of Superman where she thinks she's lost Clark, and she's like, and I never told him yeah. how I feel, and mm-hmm. like, ugh, don't please don't. She's in love with Superman, mm. not Clark. That's the whole point of the love yeah. triangle. And she still, for his sake, wants to wants to crack oh, the yeah. case mm-hmm. like in, in his memory, like to, you know, yeah. to honor him and all that, and that's great. Also to get the credit, because the credit's just out there. I now. mean, look, that's just like yeah. default Lois, you know? Like, of course she's gonna yeah. get the credit. She's Lois fucking lined. Yeah. But also, like, her also, friend he... died and like she wants to uh, you know. But there's a there's a there's a part of her that's like he called me in the middle of the night to gloat about this. I don't care if he's dead. I'm gonna fucking take it from him now. You've called him fifty thousand times in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's f- cute when I do it. Mm-hmm. Look, I got a whole list. He's not the only one. All the top reporters at the planet. You think there's only two at a paper this size? No, I call like ten guys. Lois, uh, Lois has a lot of enemies. It's remarked on a lot in this show, and also she maintains <laughs> oh, yeah. those enemies like regularly. Oh she yeah, calls those are the people, people that she's calling. Yeah, she'll call up people she doesn't there's... like. Just hey, dick bag, I'm on to you. <laughs> there's uh, there's there's the thing that we talk about a lot, like during the pandemic, which is without being able to physically see your friends, you have to like check in mm-hmm. with them periodically, make sure they're okay, keep those friendships going, and. She does that only with people she yep. hates. Mm-hmm. I love that. Lex, Lois Lane uh, on line friend. two. Good. Oh, good. Oh, it's the fifth. Uh-huh. I guess she's calling to be a dick. <laughs> What's up, loser? <laughs> I'm on to you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, there's that There's that photo she looks at when she's remembering him. In oh, which... I like that photo. Mm-hmm. I do too, but I'm just like, it's very funny because I'm like, man, he is massive in that photo. Oh, yeah. He he is Spider-Verse yep. Kingpin-sized in that photo. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just such a fun exaggeration. I'm like, no, I love that. But it did stand mm-hmm. out, and I went, oh, whoa, oh, all right. <laughs> I just, I don't know what it was. You're right. But the photo itself, like, I don't know, something about the image just, it, again, it wasn't too overly sentimental. Mm-hmm. It was the right amount. Yeah, exactly. It's like, he's got this in his apartment, and it doesn't look weird or like he's stalking her. Or he's in love with her or whatever. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's like, no, this is my friend and coworker. It, it's honestly, it looks like he clipped it out of a newspaper or something where it was like, <laughs> excellent reporters, yeah, but, uh, did a not, great job. <laughs> weirdly, not the planet. He has to hide that picture when Jimmy's around or he'll get really <laughs> mad. You letting other people take pictures of you, Mr. Kent? <laughs> I did a whole studio shoot with you two, and you don't, you don't have any of those? Oh, jeepers lighting was off i mean your your work mm-hmm. is is fine jimmy it's mm-hmm. it's 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 just fine 
They are there, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred, what was your bad thing? Oh, my bad thing. Okay, so there's some stuff in here that feels, and again, it's it, this may be another uh, just 22 episode or 22 minute episode limitation, but while Detective Superman is really fun, after the evidence is destroyed, a lot of things just sort of feel weirdly convenient mm. in ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I guess mostly. Bowman freaking out in the stairwell when Lois Lane accuses. You could have kept walking, dude. Yep. You just could have kept mm-hmm. going. Especially knowing that apparently there's a helicopter on the roof waiting for you. You could just well, there were <laughs> There were a few moments like that. You called this out in your mm-hmm. summary, but when he when he's underwater, yeah. and he's got to come up, he's he's at sea. F- swim out a mile. Yeah. yeah. And emerge where no one can yep. see you. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, ex- wash up anywhere. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think I'm also, some of it too is me being like, well, it's weird because it feels like there's a big time crunch on yeah. Ernest Walker's execution. They're like, it's a few days. And then it's like, and a few days later, I'm at my funeral. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I'm like, are you, are you doing anything? <laughs> What's... But this is, this is a pretty typical thing in... Like all noir. Oh yeah, like, sure. You, just, you can't look too close. No, no. It, these, these are these are nitpicks that I I don't exactly know what made me pick up on them, mm. but just a thing where I'm like, it's it's odd and convenient, but it's mm-hmm. totally fine. It's just, I think the yeah, thing is some, some th- of the, my bad thing being the convenience is it just I'm, I just don't I don't get why Bowman does some of what he does I mean, towards the end. Well, yeah, like. And this kind of ties into to your bad thing, yeah, because he gets a little sloppy. Well, yeah, too. like Lois's big thing. The, the reason she catches him is that she says he didn't remove the fingerprints from his own police bug. You're a cop, you mm-hmm. dumbass! Fucking wipe that shit. <laughs> down. Get your shit together if you're going to commit. a I mean, murder. that was probably a bluff. Like oh, that's that a good was probably. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that he did do that, but the fact that he thought he might have. Like your your bad point, st- mm. your bad thing still stands. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that he necessarily did do that. Lois just like trying to find something that would hey, rattle idiot. him. Idiot. Yeah, but this is this is my bad thing. Also, he was willing to like go to ridiculous lengths. He was willing to blow up a guy's car and his home to cover his tracks, and he didn't think that would be more suspicious given that this guy works with Lois yeah. Lane. <laughs> I mean, it seems I, I, a bit like overkill. Just discredit him. The, the easiest solution is don't give Clark those files. Yeah. yeah. Which he does at or, the beginning. Know, discredit mm-hmm. him. Just yeah. like like work to work to ruin his reputation. But again, we wouldn't have the episode. We wouldn't have... No. And, uh, there's a lot of points where it's like, okay, that didn't need to be an explosion, but the kids needed some like mm-hmm. big cliffhanger moments. So, oh, that you know. actually brings me to an interesting uh, thing I noticed. I don't know if they were using... Uh, I, don't, I, I wonder if this was done in a different animation studio than the last one, mm. because I noticed the animation in this one felt a lot more lifelike and fluid than the last one. The last one was a little bit... Mm-hmm little choppy but you, there's the stuff at the end with the helicopter and superman getting getting just the shit kicked out of him from those bullets with mm-hmm. the railgun and it, yep. it looks so good yeah and then and the final shot the, mm-hmm. the the close-up of of the cop's so face good. like just the the detail and right? the, like the the expressiveness yeah. of his face oh there's there's just, i just noticed a lot of stuff where i'm like oh the animation's a little bit more on point this mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. than the uh, the last one which was it wasn't bad, but it felt more like limited TV animation, and this felt a step up, like no, like as if they were like, okay, this script's special, we're gonna give it to that studio. They're gonna. No, and I know it. I we we pointed a lot of that out mm-hmm. in World's Finest as well for the same reason, and I think I I, I know you haven't been able to keep up with the yeah. entire series, which look I get it, but um, it's basically had the same issue that uh, Batman did, mm-hmm. which is I sure they had different animation studios and sometimes you get the good team and sometimes you don't i just i just wanted to call out the good work yeah good work oh no it's it's nice that like not only is this a great script with great acting but like it looks good too you got that perfect storm of just everybody firing on all yeah there's that shot there's oh oh, i was gonna say there's a shot when superman grabs the helicopter and they like do that like pan and Mm -hmm. it's it's so good and i i I don't know it also kind of stuck with me too because nowadays so much of that you see the like someone had to draw that happen, mm-hmm. yep. And a lot of it now yep. you see it composited with a three D model, which is I totally right. get and is fine. But it's just just seeing the fluidity of it drawn. Sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, I did miss. Also, that. I mean, even to this day, like that that technology you're talking about began in like the, yeah. the what would you say like the mid two thousands, early to mid two thousands, and mm-hmm. it still looks a little rough sometimes. It, like yeah. whereas hand drawn when you do it right, 
Yeah. Looks right every time, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, there's a balance to it. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and there's budget reasons. I get it. I get it. No, and, and look, I, I understand computer, like the, the ability for computers to do that stuff, like opened up so many creative things, both for live action and for animation. And it's, it's great. I just, I think if it, if it ends up looking a little fakey, you just need to learn where to use it. Like, yeah, something I really appreciated in my last Futurama rewatch was they figured out pretty quickly where CG works and mm-hmm. where it doesn't. And like, yeah, they'll, they'll do spaceships in it because people aren't there or whatever. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't remember no, exactly absolutely. where the line was, but. It's just, it has limits, and some people are like, we can do anything now. Well, you, you can. But. I mean, I look, I will complain at the drop of a hat about some of the Justice League Unlimited backgrounds. Oh, yeah. Because that's... Yeah, we're coming into some rough stuff. That's not my favorite. But I love the show, no. and I can excuse it. Yeah. Yeah. So much good stuff in there. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? There's a... There's, oh, yeah. So this, this is actually uh, my quote as well. Yes. But, um... So, Lois goes to Clark Kent's apartment to try and find a copy of the data disc. And like, well, maybe he made a copy. Oh, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Why would he? Yeah. <laughs> and no, so... that was that, that was very good. And and as you point out, yeah, discs, like, I, I'm, I, I put in my notes, maybe the worst idea in the history of computing, like, <laughs> so incredibly unreliable. How did he not think <laughs> I should definitely make a copy of I, this? I adore right. the shot of it. <clears throat> of it disintegrating oh. in his hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's like, yes. well, at least the disc su- survived. Then it floats away. Of course it didn't. Are you kidding <laughs> Clark, me? Clark, you were in an explosion. I grew up around water, and I definitely went into the water with a with a floppy disk in my pocket once mm-hmm. or twice. And it, you can't use it after that. I mean, I've, I've never seen them crumble like that in water, but no. yeah. No. It's, <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. Nope. But, you know, so anyway, that here's my quote. He told me he had some evidence on a computer disk. I was hoping he'd made a backup. Wish I'd thought of that. Yeah, that is very good. <laughs> also, I like she kind of doesn't question mm-hmm. that, which is like, wait, wait, why would you have made a, a backup <laughs> right? of that? Yeah, but it's fine, whatever. Um, I love uh, uh, Clark being willing to come out as Superman to save this one guy's life. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, once he's to the point where he's going to the governor and someone says, well, what if they don't, he doesn't believe you? Well, I guess I'll just yeah, have to I'll, tell him. Like, I'm going to have to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's very Superman, and I always like seeing stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, this yeah. one guy's life is worth it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this this comes to down to my ignorance about, I guess, Superman from either the show or just in general, mm-hmm. but Superman doesn't need to eat. Yeah, that's a yeah, new one. I I've never heard that I, before. Because he's like, I don't even. Not on the show. He's like, I don't even need to eat, but old habits. I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. I, I, well, that's what starts him with the pizza. Yeah, is, but it's like I'll eat this leftover pizza. But I think loves the, old pizza. The, I just think the idea <laughs> that, but you don't need to be like. Also, by the way, I can't or I don't need to eat. Mm-hmm. Not necessary. I'm like, wait, that's well, a think, odd detail. I don't think it's like a vampire where like eating mm-hmm. is bad for him and he'll no. he'll throw it like projectile vomit it like what we do <laughs> in the shadows. I think it's it's more of a well, I grew up eating and obviously we would have figured out that I was a weird alien kid way before mm-hmm. if I never ate. But turns out my powers work through photosynthesis and that's how I get my yeah. nutrients. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's just a plant, mm-hmm. I guess. He enjoys eating. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean he he enjoys it. It was just one of those things where I was like, I've I've never known that or thought that about mm-hmm. Superman that he just he's like I don't need to yeah, eat. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. And I was so it stuck out as an odd. I'm like, is that a thing that I didn't know about? I guess it might might be unique to this version. Yeah. But like I say, I, I assumed photo th- photosynthesis. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is the answer to everything. Deeply difficult right? word to say. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. just you can just suck the energy out of a sunflower. Mm-hmm. I mean, he like he gets his power from the mm-hmm. sun. So yeah, maybe works in Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> fucking sucks it That's out. I'm the energy out of a flower. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that sequence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. We still have uh, part two to cover in our Patreon yep. bonuses. I'm excited. We we actually Ooh. liked part one. Like we haven't liked most of the adaptations that much. It was really was, good. Uh, very faithful. Very good. Yeah, I think I watched that one. Oh God, years ago, yeah. and I thought, eh, this is pretty all right. Yeah, I like this. Yep. I, it, it's better if you watch the the preceding mm. thirteen or fourteen of yeah. them, and you're like, oh, the, particularly for me, New Frontier, which is one of my all-time favorite comics mm-hmm. and it's like oh this is mm-hmm. fine uh, yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> this does not preserve the things that make this this comic unique and great. And uh, the, the Dark Knight kind of mm-hmm. did. Yeah, no, I think it very much does overall. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's yes. on our Patreon uh, uh, listeners. If you want access to that, you can donate as little as $1 at patreon.com slash Algar. Totally organic. Yep. Nailed it. Um, oh, the... Um, uh, when Lois... Uh, at the end, when Lois uh, sees Clark uh, and Lana mm-hmm. together, they animate. They talk about the animation. Some great expressions. Her yeah. pissed off look. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not romantic jealousy. It's more. I can't believe you jerked me around and made yeah. me yeah. cry. I You're was, not even dead. I was so worried, you yeah. dipshit. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, ah, I've just been here. Mm-hmm. Don't. It's very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, but just there's a couple of like they would make good sort of like stills for memes, yep. just like angry Lois. Oh yeah, just perfect. <laughs> you can almost hear like I mean she probably made that noise that you made a powerful enemy today, Kent. I'll be calling you even more. <laughs> You're going in the rotation mm-hmm. now. <laughs> oh, I want to talk real quick about where he got the data discs from mm. because mm-hmm. oh that pizza place <laughs> right. Okay, the the pizza place has. Oh, they're like, oh, we we purge the data, but we stare it on these discs. I don't know why. We just do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, it's five years. You can probably all right. Um, but they have those these these floppy discs in a shoebox. But it's it's they have this enormous storage room at a pizza place. It's, it it mm-hmm. comes across as like not just a storage room, but like like it's a room where they keep all their files. Yes, it does. Like, it doesn't look like it's got, like, old mops and, like, cans of, like, tomato sauce in it. It looks like it's full of files. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to mention, when you were talking about, like, the the animation, like, the the nice little flares, like, there's a a really noir-ass shot when he's in the doorway and it's Mm. dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he flips on the light, that looks just very shadowy and very like like it belonged in that yeah. man. Mm-hmm. It was very good. But you and maybe maybe they just wanted to do that shot, and to do that, they had to create this illusion of depth of this mm-hmm. massive room. And uh... I mean, maybe it's... it's just it's just one of those things where I'm like, this looks like it's supposed to be a hole in the wall pizza place, mm-hmm. but it yeah. has an enormous back room. Yeah, bigger than the rest exactly. of itself somehow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're not wrong. But again, I think because that shot looked so good, they just cheated it. And, oh, yeah. yeah. It's fine. There was, there's a point where he gets to the, the pizza place and the guy's just getting off the phone with Mr. Khan. And I just, oh, that's Khan Supanusum phone ordering yep. a pizza. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's everything I got. Oh, I also want to add uh, Fans Nick's New Duds. Oh, yeah. That's a very good headline. <laughs> Which, I I think I missed That's that one. The uh uh, it's not the main news uh, newspaper no. article when the guy gets executed. It's like the bottom one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, although it stood out no. to me more because I I don't know why. Because it's barely because like, it wasn't Laura Ipsum text. It was somebody they actually wrote yeah, something. They That's wrote true. fans Nick's new duds. <laughs> I it's a very variety mm-hmm. headline. Like variety loves that kind of shit. <laughs> All right, Ooh, good well, newspaper. I the Daily Planet. <laughs> what is the Daily Planet's rival paper? I was trying to pull this before, uh, and I don't remember. Star, right? The Daily Star. I don't. I don't remember. That's Could the be. one that Superman worked for originally, and then they just sort of folded it in, like ah, uh, like a exactly. newspaper. Uh, mm-hmm. You get it. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. I get it. All right. Uh, Fred, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, do I? Um, I do. So uh, I've, I'm a comic artist. I work on different comic books and whatnot. I don't know if comic books interest anyone who listens to Superman podcasts or anything. Yeah, probably. But uh, uh, yeah, so I've got a few things coming out in October I'm very excited about. Um, I've got a graphic novel called uh, Swimmy in the Valley of the Last Song, which is coming out this October, written by Grace Freud. Um, art by me with color assists by Meg Casey and Juan Marillo, yeah. who uh, did a fantastic job on this thing. Um, then I've got in October, we're also wrapping up the last issues of Rick and Morty, Rick's new hat. And uh, yeah, bringing that series home with issue five. And then I think that's out in trade in November. 
just a really fun, uh, weird Rick and Morty series we got to work on that goes in some very strange directions. Uh, written by Alex Fuhrer, art by me, um, colors by Andrew Dalhouse, who did a really, really terrific job with some very challenging stuff. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and as always, the Invader Zim comics can be found at your local comic shop or bookstore oh. or uh, on Comixology. I think they're all, almost all of them on Unlimited right now. So I believe that's accurate. Yes. Yeah, great. Yeah, a lot I, of the only stuff love, went up there. Yeah. I love that you get to play in these like fictional universes. Mm-hmm. That that must be so much fun. It's very fun. It's 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 yeah. very fun. Sometimes stressful, but very fun. <laughs> well, of course. Well, you are stressing. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. Look, uh, you you started it. I can't help it. I did. All right. Uh, next time we have I do not know either of these yeah, episodes uh, by title. Heavy metal. Oh, I would guess an apocalypse mm-hmm. episode, but I I don't know. And Warrior Queen, which sounds promising, but again, oh. Yeah. Well. So I, that should be a Wonder Woman episode, but I know for a fact she doesn't show up till yeah. Justice League. So that's unfortunate, but uh, look forward to that, and uh, we will be back next time. Yeah, see you, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.